the weekly word with me, Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. This podcast is specifically designed for busy people like you who are looking to get a little bit more out of the Sunday Gospel each week. If you like the weekly word, please give us a good review on Apple Podcasts and feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family. And now, here's the weekly word. Mark 10, 2-12 is an uncomfortable passage in the modern church. Sadly, when this gospel is proclaimed all across the United States, well-meaning homilists will trip over themselves trying not to offend anyone with Jesus' plain, uncompromising words. What's so offensive about it? Well, here's a bit of what Jesus says. Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. That's Mark chapter 10, verse 11 through 12. On any given Sunday, a little over a quarter of the Catholics gathered for Mass are divorced. 28% of them, actually. Now, you may be thinking, like me, wow, that statistic is quite a bit lower than the general population. And it is. That's a good thing. But that doesn't mean that our number is insignificant. Okay, just to recap, Jesus is pretty explicit in the gospel that divorced and remarried people are committing adultery. And according to his words, something like a quarter of the church is publicly committing adultery. I don't want you to hear this wrong. I mean, the reality is that some of those people are fantastic people, and that's important. I'm not saying that people who get divorced and remarried are horrible people. I don't think Jesus is saying that. If you read this and are currently in that situation, I'm not saying that you're an awful person. They aren't. You aren't. It is, however, a terrible situation. But the truth is, a large percentage of the people gathered for Mass on any Sunday are also lovely people in dire situations. In addition to the quarter of the people who are divorced or remarried, about 20% of the men at Mass on any given Sunday are, statistically speaking, regular consumers of pornography. 16% of the women are, too. 6% of the people are alcoholics, and about 6% are getting high on marijuana. Again, a lot of these are really nice people. We're all sinners. And that's the truth. Every last one of us needs a savior. But just because we're all sinners doesn't mean that the church should accept sin, even if wonderful people do it. The church has to teach what Jesus taught, even when it's hard. God didn't come to save terrible people. He came to save us. Every one of us is precious to him. In his eyes, we're all worth dying for. We're all worth saving. And what is he saving us from? Well, sin. Even sin that by our modern standards doesn't seem so bad. That sin needs to be confronted, even when it's uncomfortable. This gospel passage is no exception. Jesus doesn't waste any words. Everything he says is for us. So why does he give this hard teaching? Because, well, marriage is hard sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes it is. Life's busy, money's tight, our bodies age, and hormones don't pump out the same way they used to. The feelings change. Sometimes loving your spouse isn't easy. Sometimes they're objectively a jerk. And sometimes you are too. All of that is true. Jesus knows this. He's literally in every moment of creation at the same time. That's why Christ's example is so important. In the book of Revelation, it's revealed that Christ is the groom and the church is his bride. And when we see this, it completely changes the way we look at marriage. His example shows us that marriage is more than what you're getting out of the relationship, and it's more than about feeling alive. It's a choice that's much stronger and more meaningful than that. Sometimes love means suffering for the sake of another. Love is more about giving than it is about receiving. Sometimes love is a fight, not with the other person, although sometimes we do need to argue, but for the other person, and often 
More often than they'll tell you in marriage prep, the person you need to fight is yourself. Mark chapter 10 verses 2 through 12 is tough. That doesn't mean we don't need to hear it. We need to be confronted by it, and we need to invite Jesus to speak into our lives through it. There really isn't time in this podcast to get into detailed counsel. However, there are a few things I want to add. If you're considering marriage, take Jesus' words to heart. The commitment you're making is for a lifetime. Pack humility and courage. You'll need them. If you are married and struggling, then don't wait until the last resort to get help. Go to your parish. Ask what resources they have. Read books on healthy marriage. Confront yourself and pray for humility and patience. And pray for your spouse. I'm going to say that a couple times. If you are divorced and not remarried, seek spiritual direction. Draw close to the Lord. Seek advice and counsel. Pray for your spouse, even when it hurts, especially when it hurts. The Lord is faithful. He is still working, and He will work in and through this for your good still. Lastly, if you are divorced and in a civil marriage, come to the church. Talk to your pastor. Seek his counsel and guidance. Talk to the person you're living with and include them on that journey back into union with the church. Be open to what God asks of you. He is faithful. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com donate and making a monthly pledge.